it all comes down to this. The final episode of season one of the Fancy Fancy Football podcast. After nine weeks of battling between me and David, today's outcome will either see me extend my lead or have David going level to finish season one at a draw. For anyone that hasn't listened to previous episodes, you'll, you'll be aware of what's at stake. For anyone who hasn't, I'll run through the rules quickly now. Each week, me and David pick five-a-side teams based on a specific thing chosen by the home side, with the home side alternating between the two of us each week. The benefit from playing at home is that you're able to pick the theme and choose your players first, meaning the away side could lose out. Both of us are substitute options in, in the case of a duplicate player or the need for an injection of something different, but we can only use one sub. Once our sub is gone, we're left with what we have in our starting eleven. and if there are any other duplicate picks, the person who chose first gets an automatic point. We've both developed our playing style as the weeks have gone on. David's risky picks seeing him victorious with me having to develop a more ruthless approach as my early sentimental picks saw me lose out. However, I was able to capitalise when it came to picking sitcom characters, celebrity chefs and food icons. Last week, David defeated me at my own game as he beat me at my chosen subject of Oscar-winning characters. Between falling back into my old trend of picking players from the heart rather than the head and David playing it old school by putting my 90s and early noughties characters against characters from far longer ago, David took a deserved win to claw back the deficit. We've enjoyed playing this game every week and, assuming people continue to enjoy it, we will do the same in Season 2 or at least a game of a similar style. That said, future plans go out the window when it all comes down to this week's results and whether or not David can get things back to level terms. So without further ado, I'll ask David if he enjoyed the, his winner's prize from last week and what his thoughts are on this week's theme. David? Yeah, what a prize it was this week. Uh, an envelope came through my door just yesterday. Light, first-class postage stamp attached. I opened it up and inside a post-it note scrawled in the inimitable handwriting of Rob Lambert. <laughs> were the words friendship brackets the gift of close brackets i mean that well what what prize is better than that i it, i mean it's reflective of the season i think you know nostalgic mood isn't it so yeah, yeah. as as we look back on on nine episodes of fun and as we head towards a final 10th episode of fun i think I think the real prizes were the friends we made along the way yeah um, i'd like people, to think so people like spurs fan 2010 <laughs> holler at you um <laughs> yeah. we also had um and who can forget gandalf is better than saruman who was a regular commenter on all of our instagram posts true friends all but none truer than than the man that started this alongside me who's been co-hosting away like a trooper so, thank you, Rob. I think that's probably um, it's probably one of the better prizes of the season, and uh, it might be the last one we send. I don't know if we'll send a prize out at the end of this one. No, true, true. Um, I think I think the prize at the end of this is is uh, isn't isn't the friends we made along the way, but in <laughs> fact, either um, an extended lead for me or, or a draw for you, um, which obviously a draw for you would mean a draw for me as well. So. Um, yeah, it's it's the the honour we play for today. Yeah, are we are we thinking? How do we feel about goal difference? That's a good point. It may that may play a part. That's the sort of thing. Maybe like 
theorists online may may actually decide the if if it ends in a draw maybe people online will find the actual winner based on that i'm scared to look in case i've I've actually lost on the technicality i i think the actual winner were the friends we made along the way yeah let's stick with that i think perfect uh well speaking of friends you make along the way that segue doesn't work uh this week's theme (laughs) is pixar Obviously chosen chosen by me, uh, big Pixar fan. Um, I remember I was on a, I was introduced to the Pixar One Universe theory on a National Express oh, coach yeah. when it broke down on the side of the road and some guy in front of me turned around, said I looked like John Richardson and then proceeded to tell me about the Pixar One Universe theory. So, baby Chris, shout um, We... We, uh, yeah, we never planned to keep in touch with baby Chris, but um, he did find me on Facebook and he messaged me, but it went into one of those, uh, it went into like that other category. Oh, right. And by the time I'd realized it, like 18 months had passed. So I never, I never messaged him back, but we've always known him as baby Chris. He's, uh, he's a big name in this house. So um, <laughs> thanks baby Chris. But that really did like pique my interest in like Pixar as a big universe. I love a big universe. No, it's so. True. Yeah, Pixar. I think there's some interesting stuff in there, and I think it's a good week for you as well. So we should end on a on a high. Yeah, I mean, I think the unlike the idea of having like all films from a certain like saga in one in one universe is it, it it's always it's the, obviously the MCU's made it made it like a big thing, but this is before that. Like Pixar did that since the start, really. There's been like links between Toy Story and Bugs Life and Monsters Inc. from the start. So they've been they've been so clever to do stuff like that. And when you consider things like other sort of animated um, alternatives, even even like The Simpsons are so bad at continuity, mm. almost like famously poor for it. And but but you know even from like the early '90s, Pixar's managed to do that and made like a whole universe that people that people enjoy. Um, I mean, I do. I do wonder if maybe maybe you've you've been even even more smart with picking this than you've you've made out because I think there's a lot of there's obviously bound to be a lot of sentimental picks for both of us and th- this could be my downfall but I'm I've still tried to stay strong to my picks so I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah, I mean it didn't it didn't work out too well for me the last couple of games I've picked actually so I lost food food mascots on on a roll of the dice. And then I went ahead and lost sitcom stars and I lost that like convincingly. (laughs) So I'm hoping to stop the rot here, hoping to level up the series at five all. And then yeah, see, see where it goes from there. One thing that I need to remind you of, because I always do, and I'm determined that we're going to keep doing it is uh, team names. Yes. What is your team name? Uh, it's really rubbish, and yeah. So I, I thought I I thought this is normally where you shine. So I've hoped to like <laughs> help you shine brighter, and in doing so, I'm going to be so poor that it just makes you makes you glow that much stronger. So I I've gone for Carlisle United. That's you know what that's the one the one film I couldn't really find one for. That's a very clever one. There you go. 
Um, I, I've had a very poor week for these. And I, I think it was last week. My, I think it was probably the best ever week last week because I had so many good ones. And then I also had uh, Francis McDortmund was my, my team. <laughs> I'm so happy with that. Uh, this week, I, I did struggle a bit. And I actually ended up taking out... I had some with, with player names in it, but then I took it out because I thought that's going to give it away. And it may, you know, it may possibly help you um, later on. So I, I didn't want to chance that. So instead, I've sort of gone for Pixar or Pixar film names with footballer names. Um, okay. So my other options included Edwin van der Pixar. Great start. Um, Roy Story. Great start. Pushing it, but um, I, and I had to have a, and finding Nemo once. So I went for finding Timo, like Timo Werner, and obviously, like it's it's kind of become like an ongoing problem for Chelsea players <laughs> the box and him not doing anything with it. So that has a, that has a couple of levels to it. Um, Razvan Ratatouille, famous. Well, kind of like very moderately <laughs> memorable. West Ham fullback Razram Rat. Best is sort. Of, I think just known, just known fullback. Yeah. Not well known, not unknown. Yeah, exists. Yeah, some might say. Um, I've got inside count. Beautiful. Um, this is a bit of a crap one, but I've got Yup, like up, but Yup Hankers. <laughs> Tribute to Yup Hankers, who was amazing, by the way. Um. Uh, Hongmin Sonwood, like the film. Ah. I haven't actually seen Onward, but that's like the the late. I think that's one. Of the I think that, no, that's the latest one apart from Soul. Yeah. Um, and I've got my other backup option is Football E. <laughs> um, but for my team name, because I, I do, I do. Feel, I know we've, we've mentioned being a bit sentimental this week, but I think for my team name, I had to pick pick one that was quite soft and sort of heartfelt and sort of pay tribute to past weeks and i know one of the one of our running jokes really especially with team names was that you could always fit fred into one um so for my and it also kind of works um similar to the the um the invincibles team the famous invincibles team arsenal oh no or the uh, the unbeatable the, the i know what this is, i know what this um, is gonna be the unbearables oh, no. that we I had I just had to go for the Incredibles. Oh, no. It just there's no avoiding it. When I thought of it, I thought this is my worst one, but it's it, you know, we've, we've had a Fred name nearly every week, I think. We try and get a Fred name and for some reason a whole city reference in every week. So neither of us support Hull or even have a fondness for Hull. I've got a friend who supports Hull and he said he enjoyed the Hull references, so I thought, well there we go, we'll we'll do that then. But we failed to do that recently. But the the Fred stuff stands. So <laughs> for wow. man, the man new midfielder and the former Brazil striker as well, who's also called Fred, this is for you. What what a glorious way to start this yeah. our tenth episode and final one of the season. So, to start this episode, I am going to go back to the old format, which was here for one episode, where we started from the back and worked our way forwards. So, it's a goalkeeper for me, first up. Oh. And I've gone for 
someone from The Incredibles, which probably gives it away straight off the bat. <laughs> uh, I've gone for Elastigirl, a.k.a. Mrs. Incredible. Um, yeah. Just obvious reasons, really. Stretchy yeah. arms. She's going to get yeah. to everything. That's fair. And uh, you know what, as well? I, I do kind of, I was thinking this before. Um, I, do, I feel like I've spent so much time just going for massive, bulky players to go in goal when really could have just gone for, you know, stretchy play, stretchy or tall, lanky players. And it's only, it's only like, I think it was because last night I was watching Chelsea, no, Chelsea v Real Madrid. And, and then obviously Courtois was in goal for Real Madrid. And I thought, what? Um, I mean, why, why don't we just go for someone really lanky with long arms? So what you've done really makes sense. And I wouldn't even think to do it. So I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but uh, out of all the positions, really, my striker was was a hard one to pick. Um, mm. But I kind of thought, well, you need, you know, I sort of, I was happy with the rest of my picks. So I thought, well, for for striker, I'll go for somebody who's kind of like a, a sort of a proper a proper superstar. Um, and so I kind of went quite on the nose with it, and I've gone for Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Oh yeah, fine. Because I just thought like. It's kind of similar to the mass, just having Master Chief up front. It's one of them kind of like, just bong him on because he's he's a proven. He can do it. You know he can do it. Um, I mean, how we determine this, I've no idea. I'm already I'm already googling who's <laughs> who's the uh, you know who's who's the best. Um, yeah, I mean, th- Toy Story, obviously huge huge sentimental place in everyone's everyone of our age anyway you know if you're born in the 90s toy story like hits doesn't it yeah when toy story 3 came out like you identified with it you were like looking at lots and you're like oh my god that's my that's like literally all the toys i've just thrown out oh god yeah yeah and then they brought out toy story 4 and we you know some of us don't like to talk about that some of us do yeah, I kind of, I feel like I kind of gave up on some of them, but I, do, I still love the first two. I just, I don't know, you know, like when you can't, you, you sort of feel like it's personal to you and you're like, stop making more of them now. It's not the same now. I I got one, two, three, yeah. happy with, thought that was a, thought that was a really good yeah. three series. No uh, and then I thought four, like. Just didn't didn't do it for me. It just seemed to like rip up the characters, and there was a lot yeah. of like, what? I think they just for me it just lost itself in kind of. It felt like a bit of a money grab. But I know other people yeah. really liked it. I don't hate it enough to go on a campaign about it. Would I watch it again? Probably not. But... Yeah. No. I. I mean, and I feel like it's kind of a sign of like growing up that you know when you start to you know when you start to realize that some films are just made for money yeah because <laughs> i i remember um i used to hate mark kermode the film critic mm. and he and i remember he used to say the parts of the caribbean films were just made for money and when i was about like 12 or something and the first one came out whatever well, whatever it would have been i remember thinking well no it's entertaining and it's great and stuff but then when they kept making them and making them and when I look back now, I kind of go, he was right. They were, of course they were. They made far too many. And it was just it was just bullshit after a few of them. So I don't know. I, you know I, but I do feel like that with some films now. Um, and it is, it, it is weirdly frustrating because you just like, just make, if it's been enjoyable, just let, let it live instead of keeping making them over and over again without any like depth anymore. Mm. Um, 
but and that's why I don't like the new Jurassic World film. But um, but that's another story <laughs> for another time. But um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how we decide this. Um, so I'm I'm pretty confident with Helen Parr in goal. I think I think she fits her position really well. It may no, it definitely makes more. It, there's more reasoning to it than what I've done because I've just gone. I've bunged in the biggest name because I'm not sure what else to do. I'll admit to that. That that's the only way I can split it on the face of it. I do think if we were the sort of show that captured like influence across the rest of the team, I think you would be getting like a there'd be like a little gain across your whole team for having Buzz in there. Yeah, I think he because he he leads the line, doesn't he? Yeah, he really he's... kind of get he gets them all on board, and he you know he's like he's like a gazer or something where they're like brilliant. He's playing. Yeah. Now now we're going to perform. It. His Spanish buzz stage is definitely a, it's a very Gaza thing to do. Yeah, and it actually made me laugh because I was putting in, um, I was when I was looking at um, Buzz Lightyear versus Miss um, Mrs. Incredible, um, it came up with the I can't find it now, which is annoying, but it came up with the. The the female character you played when he the you know he he was doing that tea party. Oh yeah. What was it? I can't think what it was called now. But it was but it made me laugh a, a few minutes ago and now I've completely lost it. But um, <laughs> um yeah I'm 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 not sure there's there's no there isn't actually like a fight between them. Um annoying Mrs Nesbit that's it. Um, <laughs> there's not actually a fight between them anywhere. And quite in quite um, it's it's quite sexist really because if anything people have only put Buzz versus Mister Incredible, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know how how we choose it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I do I do kind of wonder if yours would win because she's so stretchy, whereas Buzz does make the odd error. That's that's kind of where I think I'm I'm leaning towards Elastigirl taking it. Just because she's she is really dependable. Yeah, it is that. I mean, and I think as as the weeks have gone on with this podcast, we have we've sort of I think going for like the men the mentality part of it makes such a big difference because I do there there are somewhere I know we've gone they've got all the ability, but it's like um, super hands when we we spoke spoke about that and we're like yeah he could mm. do it but would he actually like be able to last the course <laughs> or or like when we've had. When we had a, f- a few that were clearly the types to lose their head, you thought, "Yeah, but th- they'd obviously end up getting sent off." Let's be honest. So may- maybe that's a bit of a situation with this. So I don't know. I do. I do think maybe realistically, Mrs. Fantastic when Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> I keep saying Mrs. Fantastic. So every everything comes up as um, um, Fantastic Four yeah. because of the front. I don't know the stretchiness. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So I. I'll I'll give you it. Ooh, an early lead. How I unlike might, me. I might regret it. Next up, I also had trouble picking a striker this week. I'm not really mm. sure why. So I think I'm going to tackle that. I've got a lead. Maybe we can, you know. I want to stay ahead in this one. I always want to be a little bit ahead. So Now's the time really to do the striker rather than have a huge collapse. So yeah. probably my weakest pick, but I decided that if if he could find his son in the ocean, 
he could probably find the bottom corner a couple of times in a match. <laughs> so I've gone for Marlin from Finding Nemo. That's that's I didn't expect that. Um I've I've gone for pretty much exactly what we were just what we were just talking about about goalkeepers, that I always try and pick someone big who's kind of like a big not not only sort of like a physically big, but also a big presence like um and I thought who who's who fit who ticks both those boxes? And um, I'm not sure if you've seen the film Brave, mm-hmm. um, but there's a character in that called King Fergus, played by Billy, well, voiced by Billy Connolly, um, and he's he's missing a leg, but he's absolutely massive, like must be like God knows, like seven foot tall, and he's he's the broadest person in the whole film. Yeah, and also and also he's a proper like live wire the whole time because he's Billy Connolly. Um, so, so I've gone for King Ferguson goal just for the, just for the 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 age old theory that that he physically couldn't like leave any gaps in the goal. So I'm I'm going to go straight up and tell you that because it's Billy Connolly, you already have this one. So okay. I I have no desire to fight this. <laughs> I love Billy Connolly, and. Yeah. I then, I think the character's a really good pick. Outside of that, I get it on record. King Fergus, I think, is also a better pick than Marlin. But you you had me at at Billy Connolly. <laughs> you, you had me at Connolly, definitely. I wouldn't say you had me at Billy because you could have yeah, could come out been, with yeah. yeah. But Billy Connolly, Crystal. definitely. Actually, it could have been Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, in which case, you probably also have been all right, but. <laughs> It's just Billy's, isn't it? Ah, find find me a Billy who's not an absolute barrel. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a great shout. Even though he's got one leg, which you know should be should be against him, he moves quite well, if I recall. I think yeah, he does, and he's and he, he kind of he's got that spirit where you don't really you'd never know that he's sort of got a got a disadvantage. He doesn't act like it, um, and I'm and. And I don't know. It's weird because the whole—it's it, it, not the first character you think of in the film, but it—it's quite a quite an important character in it, and quite, and sort of sort of like the the comic relief in the film, even the dark bits. So I think he's he's the kind of goalkeeper you give the armband to, especially if Buzz, Buzz isn't playing, mm. which he might not be after today. <laughs> what did you make of Brave? Did you like I it lo- as a film? I, I love Brave because we—I remember years ago um, we were we went to the cinema. To see, I think I think we went to be seeing Frozen uh, with Jesse's little sisters, who obviously they're not little now, but they were then. And um, we we you know they wanted to see Frozen, but the but it was so it was so um, in demand that there were no spaces left. So they said we well, could see Brave, and we're like, what the hell's Brave? <laughs> and I, it's one of them times where I was, I was so happy that we we ended up seeing it because it was actually really really entertaining, and um, and probably one of my favourite Pixar films, weirdly. Because I do think there's, you know, it, just because it doesn't jump out, but it was actually, it, you know, it's actually a very solid film. Um, and also, I like that it's not, it's certainly not in America. It makes it makes a change that it's kind of, it's Scottish and also it's got a lot of genuine Scottish people in it instead of Americans trying so hard to be Scottish, hmm. um, which is quite refreshing. Have you? Did you like Brave? Yeah, I, I, I know it's, um, I know it's a little bit divisive, but I, I really mm. liked it. I watched yeah. it. I watched it way after it came out, mm. so like years and years, because I'd always sort of heard 
odd things about it and I wasn't really ready to be disappointed by a Pixar yeah. film. But then when I watched it, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah. Like, yeah, is it is it up there in my sort of like top Pixar films, like a Wally or a Monsters University? Yeah, Pro- Monsters University is so underrated, even though it's a se- well, it's a prequel. It, it's better it's than Monsters film. Inc. I think it, it's it's. I mean, I, I'm not sure which I'd say was better, but it's so close, which is saying a lot. They compete, which is yeah, yeah, which yeah. is half the battle. So. Like like yeah. Rio Ferdinand says about Messi and Messi and Ronaldo, you know, people argue which is the best, but just enjoy them both. Yeah, back to back with a massive tub of sweet and salty popcorn. Yeah, probably I don't know, probably some dairy dairy milk buttons. I think. <laughs> oh, and a and a massive. This is one thing I've missed so much over the last year is yeah. just going and getting the massive overpriced. Like extra large, like refill Coke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that comes so. straight out of the machine, and you're yeah. just like, this is so watered down, and the ice yeah. is melting in it. So I'm literally drinking coloured water, but my word, or Pepsi. Yeah, and just, if you, I don't know. And if you, if, if you ask me if I'm going to spend extra on those little figures from films, you'd be absolutely right. Oh hell yeah! I got all of the Avengers ones, I think. Yeah, they're all sitting. They're all sitting in a box somewhere. I. They might not have even moved house with me, but oh, oh, I've got them. Yeah, I actually found my Winter Soldier one the other day, so I've I've got it. I've got it somewhere safe. Get that, get that online. That'll be worth. That'll be worth bare money. <laughs> yeah, five pounds maybe, uh, which probably isn't as much as I paid for. I probably paid yeah. a lot more for it at the cinema. That's your cinemas. That's the charm. Well, I've got. So we know who's won this, but yeah, I've got some yeah, fun. Yeah. I've got some fun facts about Brave from googling if you're interested yeah yeah uh merida was the first disney princess created by pixar all right so that's pretty cool uh the film was dedicated to steve jobs who died before the film's release i didn't know Mm -hmm. that brave is pixar's first film with a female protagonist and it was also the first film that had a female director on it as um, as Brenda Chapman co-directed it with Mark Andrews. So, there you go. Oh, that's good. And it won the Academy Award, Golden Globe, and BAFTA for Best Animated Feature Film. So it did all right, didn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I expect... I bet I bet you anything they didn't expect it would do that well, but it did. Yeah. And it's, it's still doing well, because it's getting you a goal and getting you back on level terms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm even more grateful for it now. Next, I'm going to go to centre-back. Because I reckon there's an outside chance you've picked the same character. <laughs> Probably. So, so I'm trying to get in there early and make sure that uh, it's on my team. Because I've gone for kind of just a, a good old-fashioned aggression machine. I've gone for anger from Inside Out. Oh, really? I actually haven't. I was waiting okay. to take the same pick as me. Oh right, okay. I actually, um, I didn't, I haven't seen Inside Out yet. Weirdly, no way. Which is one of the only Pixar I haven't seen. Onward and Inside Out and Soul, and I think I've seen the rest of them, just not them three. Um, oh right. Oh, well, this is going to be very tough to judge, but 
I mean, to be honest, out of all my picks, this is probably the one that that makes the least sense. Um, <laughs> or at least it's a close one with Buzz Lightyear. But I just I couldn't really leave. It, it's again, you're catching me out for my my picking my heart over head choices, um, which I always thought you were planning on doing, but you've you've been successful. Um, but I, I kind of I, I sort of I didn't want to have a full team of like tough guys because obviously so far a lot a lot of them are. Um, and I wanted to have somebody kind of a bit skillful, but also maybe just a bit kind of streetwise and sort of capable of landing on the feet, maybe even if things aren't going their way. And I thought the best person for that would be Flick from A Bug's Life. So I've got him as my winger. Because oh, he always just... sort of lands on his feet, even though he's completely... He's one of them where it's kind of... It's hard to explain how it works, but it does. Yeah, I think that's solid. I love... A Bug's Life. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's one of them. It's one of them real those films you really hold close to you because it's yeah. so you know it's just like one. It's one of the first films you you know you remember, isn't it? And there's an epic game for it on like the PlayStation. Or yeah, something. yeah, there was. Yeah, Flick's a great chat. That's uh, he was he was sitting on my bench because I couldn't quite decide where he'd go in the team. So I thought he'd be yeah. a good one to come off the bench. So that's yeah. one of my options out. But I think that's really solid and also helps that. His name is Flick. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Flick on. Yeah. So, I mean, already looking good. Uh, (laughs) It's so hard, isn't it? Because we are both sort of like trying trying to betray our own our own loyalty to fictional characters. Oh, ultimately, it's a bit like um, you can't lose this week. You can't possibly lose. Yeah. And yet. Here we are arguing to try and make the other lose. Or what normally happens is we argue to make ourselves lose. <laughs> and it's who can concede slowest gets the point. No, true. I think a lot of people do say that. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I know. We're both trying not to upset the other one, even though we, we, we know we won't. Um, I'm Seth- looking up. I'm actually looking up who voiced anger in case it's somebody I'm, I'm attached to, like as an actor. And it isn't. I don't actually know who that is. So, so that's one thing that makes it slightly harder. Um, I was waiting for it to be somebody who was like, oh, well, you know, if it was like if it was like a, a Jeff Goldblum or something, I'd be like, well, I don't, I can't, I can't beat them. Um, but no, that... I thought I thought his voice was very familiar, but I don't recognise the name now. I um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I look it up. Yeah, I don't know who I thought it was. I didn't think it was that, but. No, I should. We should probably point out who, whoever whoever Lewis Black is. He's the voice of anger, but and I, does a really good job. Like he he does yeah a brilliant job in the film. Just did not did not know it was him. Um, um, so it's tough because I haven't seen Inside Out as well, so it's very hard for me to judge. He's then he's judge, very. You might, you might just give yourself a win, which would make sense. And yeah, you, you're so within your right to. So there's this weird scene where Anger basically um, just starts playing football and he scores loads of goals. <laughs> and so well, I think I think that's I think that's pretty much that. So move on. Now he's um so he's hot headed. So I'm going for kind of like the aggressive, take ball, take legs. Oh, take everything type of centre back. There is, I think we could both agree that Flick's got a, a certain level of ingenuity. And also, I mean, 
is is anger is anger more formidable than than um, Hopper from A Bug's Life? Oh right, you're going down a very strong angle here for yourself because Hopper scared <laughs> scared me witless when it I was, was younger. Absolutely terrifying from like design to appearance to like even the music that comes in with him. Yeah, and just also his whole attitude. That it was Kevin Spacey laid down the line. That that ain't, that's actually scary now. It's in reality it's now terrifying. And there yeah. was that freaky grasshopper that ate like everything or threatened yeah, to eat yeah. the ants and, and stuff. He had, <sighs> he had like a messed up eye, and he was clearly mental. If Flick can stare that in the face and still come up with solutions. That's all I'm saying, but I don't I don't know inside out enough, so I don't want to I don't I don't know in I don't know inside out inside out, unfortunately. Hop, but, Hopper, I don't think it's unfair to say Hopper would have been a much more intelligent adversary than Anger. I kinda but, wish uh, I had with, Hopper at centre back now. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and can, I, can I pretend he's on my bench? <laughs> um Okay. No, because I'd lose. What? What? <laughs> no, bad sub. <laughs> Revert. <laughs> um, yeah, do you know what? I think I I'm I'm sort of impressed you've managed to get Flick in a position where like he not not that I didn't think he could win, but I couldn't work out how to make him good. It's like he's like fallen at United. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't work out how to make him work, but. <laughs> But, but you have, and I sort of I admire that, and I think I can, uh, I think I, I can tip my hat, and I can I can take this. I'm I can take this to be honest, because I just I just thought he can make anything work, and there wasn't really any planning behind it, and now there is, and I'm like, actually, maybe it was a good idea. I think you've absolutely nailed it, and I think it's a kind of perfect storm of a matchup as well. Like he's faced bigger and worse than anger, and come out the other side. I think he probably gets around him. All right, well. Thank you. Two one to you. Uh oh. <laughs> right, need both of these to uh, level the series and win the match. So we're into the uh, the big boys, or should I say, the good boys? Because I've gone for Doug from up in centre midfield. Oh my god! This this is this is a very tough one. Because I've actually gone for Carl Fredrickson from up. No. We've got an up derby. No way. Because um, I, well, I just thought, um, to be honest, I had, and I, I won't give away who my manager is yet, but I had, I swapped my manager and my central midfielder last minute um, because I wasn't sure which, I wasn't sure which was, which was better kind of, leading on the pitch and which was better leading from the sidelines. So I swapped last minute. But I just think, you know, even though he's, he's kind of similar to Flick, really, where it, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily make sense, but somehow he always makes it work. And obviously, you know, he's clever enough to, to, to fly his house around the place. Um, but also, <laughs> he, you know, he is actually, he does put up quite a bit of a fight considering his age. So I expect he'd kind of be like a veteran midfielder, like a sort of, you know, Pirlo towards his later years, or even like, a, you know, even like an Ambrosini or one of them, like a proper, proper getting getting on a bit, but you wouldn't even know kind of midfielders. Um, obviously, I'm referencing 
players that played in Italy, but that's that's where you that's where you extend your career, and I think that's that's Carl, yeah. that's gotta be Carl's way of thinking. So, yeah, but that's I can a, see that. It's an interesting derby, though. Yeah, I I pretty much went um, Doug Ball done. Next. <laughs> I I mean he's got a lot. Yeah, he's he's yeah. another one of these. We we often dovetail nicely where we've got your classic sort of like pass master, yeah, aging midfielder versus a kind of energetic, uh, sprightly one, stamina for days, keep going, shuttling back and forth, and it's a case of who we uh. Who ends up winning and out of those? I mean, the, the thing is, I can't help... I mean, as much as I really like the the the, um, the Carl Fredrickson character, um, like, I'm just thinking, does, doesn't does Doug kind of run rings around him a lot of the time in the film? I'm sure he, he runs him ragged pretty much the whole time he's in the film. Yeah, it is... Um, I, I think Doug's definitely got got the better of Carl on the legs it's just how much Carl can do to mm. counteract that yeah I, d- I don't know I can't I can't help but think maybe maybe I'm fighting a bit of a losing battle it's kind of, it, it's kind of um I'm trying to think of a it it, it it'd almost be like a training exercise in the French French national team mm. between like Matuidi and Kante Tweedy's like, please just slow down. But and he's clearly very good. But Kante just doesn't stop, and is and he's too he's too energetic and kind of just just totally just totally gleeful the whole time that he's he's because I, I don't know. I think maybe maybe Doug has an essence of Kante in him. Yeah, <laughs> just you know a, a genuinely genuinely well-meaning person, but also just doesn't just never ever tires. <laughs> well. The the relentlessness of Doug can uh, I'm quite happy for that to be the deciding factor here. Well, and I mean, let's be honest. A, 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 like a, a dog's going to be good with a ball. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he is. In actually, in the film, oh my god! You know what? I just remembered. I actually have to give it to you. I know it's going that way anyway. But if you remember, Carl Fredrickson has um, tennis balls on his his. Um, what do you call it? Walker? What? what yeah, something like that. Um, and um, I'm sure Doug gets one of the balls off it. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he goes off running after them. So he, so technically, he's got the ball off off Carl. Oh, so, brilliant! So he, I mean, he can de- he can depos- uh, dispossess him. So yeah, I think I've got it's got to go to Doug, which is fine because I Up's one of my favourites, and I'm I'm just happy an Up character's won, to be honest. Yeah, no losers there. Two two. Take us down to a final final shootout. Brilliant. For the for the title or for a split of the title. (laughs) It all boils down to this. The last goal of the last game. High drama in the Pixar match. And it's somewhat like the film I've picked from. So you're going to get here my winger, but Wombo comboed in with my manager. I'm going for it straight from the off. No need oh. to dance around it. Is that legal? Am I allowed to do that? Um, yeah, why not? I'm sure you've I'm sure you've mixed your mixed your manager in somewhere in the past. You did just... with uh, sitcoms week. Ah, uh, okay. I I, yeah. Well, I guess if if my manager is your centre back pick then that's tough 
tough for me, I'll lose him. <laughs> I think I think that's the only fair way to do it because otherwise oh. you might you might end up losing out unfairly. And yeah. Have to, but I've gone for Pixar's dream combo, and as I've said that out loud, I've thought Buzz and Woody, which it isn't. <laughs> so I've gone for the other dream combo. We've already mentioned them before. Uh, series before in the episode so i've gone for on the wing i've got james p sullivan and the managerial maestro that is mike wazowski oh no this is terrible for me because i i'm gonna have to make a sub because i've actually got james p sullivan at center back Oof! <laughs> it would have been it would have been james p sullivan versus himself um, wait wait which which movie did you have him from I actually had Monsters Inc. So I, I've got the the old. Yeah, I'm assuming you've got University. I've I've gone Scare Games. Ah right, which I think and I know it's it's quite a controversial subject to many, but I think a University one would would beat Inc. One because he's got so he's 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 got that raw talent back then, <laughs> as opposed to the kind of he's a bit more grown up, but it kind of takes away the. Uh, the the energy brings lost his edge lost his edge a bit maybe i think so yeah um but but i i, I mean I, to be honest i actually had this player at center back anyway um so i think i'm going to bring on one of my subs because i had two i had two options at center back and obviously it's my last it's the last chance to use it and i've i've not always used my subs anyway so i'm going to i've only actually got two people on my bench but i'm going to bring on this one um and it's another player in a similar mold um, but I'm going to bring on Wreck-It Ralph from Wreck-It Ralph. Fine, yes. Sullivan, if he, uh, if he shaved. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and and um, I, I mean, I nearly, I, I did nearly have Nemo in my team just for his name, but then I thought, let's be honest, he'll go missing in big games. Um, exactly. So, um, and also just for, just like for, for the sake of, transparency my manager i picked was edna mode from the incredibles great shout because i thought she's i mean she can plan anything can't she that yeah. was why i swapped between her and carl a bit because i had her in midfield and then i thought no she'll she'll be planning she'll be one of she's one of them she'd be one of them players that knows that she's she's not going to really make it big as a player and is just waiting to be a manager yeah she's a julian nagelsman she's <laughs> <laughs> very very topical at the moment um but yeah, well, God, I don't know how we decide this then. But you do have a, you do have a tough I've, combination. I've got good chemistry there. They're both the yeah. university version. It's kind of like it's like Lampard and Mason Mount, where it's like he knows he knows exactly what he's thinking, and he yeah. do, he'll do anything to play him. And Mike Mike showed a really good aptitude at the scare games for the tactics. That's how he kept Uzma Kappa with yeah, a shout true. right until the end. True. Um, Good bond there, good relationship. Yeah. Um, shall I tell you while we while we have a little think about yeah. how we could solve this? Shall I tell you my other manager option because I thought it was quite a good choice, and if I hadn't gone for the chemistry, I'd have gone for it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to go for Jerry from Jerry's Game, the chess uh, short. Oh, you, you know what? I was so tempted. Uh, ta that tactician angle just seemed like yeah. And also, he's—I mean, he's—he's very—he's very technical. Because if you remember, it's mm. the same guy that fixes up Woody. Is it? 
Um, yeah, the old guy playing chess. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Huh. And I remember being really like, I really loved that, that it was like the same guy. And I remember when he said, and for some reason it always stuck with me. I don't know why, but it just showed, I'm just so, I'm such a dramatic person, I guess. But you know, and he says, you can't rush art. And I was like, I'll remember that forever. And I always have. <laughs> there you go. Big universe coming into play again. I know. It keeps coming back in and out. But yeah, it's, it's a shame he never had his own film. Um, but yeah, but that's, that's, that's just a very sad story for another sad time. Um, I might, I might have, I might have just got you on a technicality. How? Is Wreck-It Ralph Pixar? Surely. I think it's Walt Disney uh, animation. Oh, sh- sh- you're right. I didn't know. I didn't know there's a difference. <laughs> Other than the fact that Walt Disney has been like they up their game with animation. Like Zootopia is, or Zootropolis, depending on which region you're in, is like oh, a right. A star film i love that i love film. that and the, and the the uh the social commentary of you know that the, they make with it so clever yeah brilliant film and not I... on the nose as well which is nice shakira's in there which always you know i know she's a big fan of the podcast <laughs> hey, hey shakira um whenever wherever <laughs> if you want to you know if you want a guest slot no, we'd, we'd obviously let you do it. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. integrity. Yeah, whatever. Um, Shakira, <laughs> that's the that's the dream star, right? We, we get her involved. Um, um, well, I, well, God, I, I actually didn't know there was. I didn't really know there was a difference, but um, yeah, that does kind of. Um, yeah, that does kind of ruin it for me. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of. Um, I mean, apparently they're sort of they're obviously linked, but they're not the same. And so, um, I'm just... I mean, it's executive produced by John Lasseter. It's got all the hallmarks of it. It looks like it. It tastes like it. It smells like it. As if me bringing a sub on's actually ruined ruined I... it. No wonder I, I never make sub. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never use them. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Te- well. Uh... I've gone on to Quora, our old friend, <laughs> um, and Di- Pixar and Disney Animation are technically separate companies. So I've, you know what I've done? I've done, if you remember what Rafa Benitez did for Real Madrid when he played, at, uh, I think it was Denis Cheryshev in the, in the Copa del Rey, and he was ineligible and they got kicked out of the competition and he ended up losing his job. That's exactly what I've done. Um, <laughs> and um, I've, I've broken the rules and therefore I've lost a point and you've won. No way past it. Well, there you go. Who knew it? I, I, I thought this could go a number of ways, but never this way. Uh, yeah. What a, what a finale. What a conclusion. To lose, but to also lose in such a shameful way. I'll never live this down. Well, for, fortunately, uh, that levels the series, and we can let the internet do the uh, battle for whether we care about goal difference or not. Oh yeah, true, true. I Glorious. Kind of that wasn't there, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Let him talk. Let him talk. We'll split a trophy. It's all good. <laughs> Grande. Good stuff. God. Well, fair play. Deserved. 
that's it. Season one completed. We'd both like to say thank you to everyone who listened and hope you'll keep tabs on what we've got coming up. Season two is on the horizon and we want to make sure it's as good as it possibly can be. Not only ensuring that you're all enjoying it, but that we're continuing to love it as much as we did in episode one. In the meantime, we'll be licking our wounds, reflecting on season one, the season review, publishing a few behind the scenes clips and who knows, maybe even release a few specials. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, tell us your thoughts on this week's episode or the podcast in general, or just get updated on the latest developments. You can buy a Twitter at FantFantFootPod, Instagram at FantFantFoot, and on YouTube on the official Fantasy Fantasy Football Podcast channel. Whether in this format or another, we will return soon where me and David can once again attempt to outdo the other in yet another edition of Fantasy Fantasy Football.